Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. I'm Tanner Olson, and this is the Walk a Little Slower podcast. Here we talk about hope and heaviness, creating and continuing joy and sorrow, life and God, questions and answers, and everything in between. This is a podcast where you were invited to slow down, to lean in, to hold fast, and to eventually, to eventually keep going. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the Walk a Little Slower podcast. It's me, Tanner. I am just happy that you're here. And just like last week, last week's episode, this episode is not edited. It's just me talking. Now, I will read two things that I wrote during this episode. But like I said on last week's episode titled Camp, I'm learning how, how to speak with confidence without Note. So in some ways, you get to see a little bit of the behind the scenes, the, um, the practice before the game. Um, but what I want to share today in this episode is titled, What I Mean Is, well, we'll get to that part. Uh, but yesterday, as I was thinking about this episode and, and, and what I wanted to share, I was, I was reading through uh, an upcoming book that I've been putting together and writing. It's a book of, of poetry and a book of, of stories. And as I was reading through the book, over and over again, I, I write about how, how everything will be okay. That is, that is the theme. Like if you, I think if you boil down my writing, what I am trying to communicate most of the time is that everything will be okay. Over the last month, I got to go to three different youth gatherings, two camps and one, one conference. 
And when I'm at these camps and conferences, I, I, I used to be the guy who like hid in the corner and didn't want to talk. Like I just wanted to do my thing on the stage and then leave. And I got to tell you, that's the completely wrong way to go about doing, well, life. But if you want to be a speaker or an artist, like be with the people. Always be with the people. I think it was Ariel who said, I want to be where the people are. And that's also what I want to do. So when I go to these events now, like, I want to know all the names of the kids who are there, who I'll be speaking to, who I'll be sharing poetry and stories with. I want to know their names and I want to know their stories. And so I've gotten to learn so many stories over the last month. And I got to tell you that middle schoolers and high schoolers, they're going through it. Just like you and I are going through things, like they're going through it too. In a lot of ways, it sounds like their childhood has been robbed of them. I was born in 1989. When I tell people that I'm an 80s baby, they say, oh, really? When were you born? And I say 1989. And they say, well, that doesn't count. I think it it does count because I'm not a 90s baby. They won't accept me, so I'm an 80s baby. Anyways, my childhood... Like 75% of it was spent like outside, playing basketball, playing kickball, running, riding bikes, swimming in the pool. I didn't spend a lot of my childhood worrying or wondering. That all, that all came later in life. But when I talk with these students, with these middle schoolers and high schoolers, they're consumed with what their lives will be. There is this pressure for them to achieve and to become something wonderful and great, to get a wonderful education from an incredible college, to get scholarships, to get good grades, to do well in sports, to have all these hours of community service. There are so many things that these kids need to have on their college resume and their future resumes. There's this pressure that continues to build up and build up and build up, and it's eating away at them. It's eating away at them. And when I tell them everything will be okay, I, I just hope that they believe it. Here's something I wrote after, uh, after a recent event in Michigan with 800 high school students. It was amazing. I had a great time. But this is some of the best advice I've ever received. The best advice I have ever received is be available. These are the two words that run through my mind after speaking on stage. Be available. After events, I wait by my table to sign books and take photos and to chat with anybody who wants to talk. This is not a time for me to hurry, but it's just a time for me to be available. And there there was a girl, and she was last in line. And I watched her let others cut in front of her and knew that she wanted to talk about something. And if she wanted to talk about it, well, then I wanted to talk about it too. And so we, we talked. After everybody left, we started talking. She told me she's going to be a freshman in college this August. She told me about her dreams and plans and how she is holding them loosely because anything can happen, you know? I know. I waited patiently for the conversation to take a turn, and then it did. And she said, my life is great. My family is wonderful. My friends are the best. But sometimes I just feel so sad. It's paralyzing. 
she asked, do you ever, do you ever feel that way? And I, I nodded and I asked her, I said, life is heavy, isn't it? And she nodded in a big way, like the same way you nod when someone says, do you want fresh baked chocolate chip cookies? You have to nod in a big way. And I asked, do, do you feel like nothing is terribly wrong, but something just isn't quite right? She nodded again. I get that too. And then she said, I, said, I just don't know. I feel confused and scared and tired. Again, life is great. I shouldn't complain. Some of my friends have it a lot worse than I do, but I just can't shake the heaviness. So I told her, I said, I don't hear you complaining. You're telling me how it is. And I'm sure some of your friends do have it hard, but it's not fair for us to compare our heaviness to the heaviness of others. If life is hard, it's hard. If you are sad, you are sad. If something is wrong, something is wrong. And whenever we compare, we lose. But whenever we are honest about what's going on, we take a step towards healing. Tears started to form in the corners of her eyes, not because of anything I said, but Things get emotional. And it was only a matter of time before they formed in my eyes as well. I, I cry easily. Holiday commercials, they dehydrate me. Viral videos of soldiers being welcomed home by their dogs absolutely wrecks me. And anytime someone is honest about the heaviness in their life, I cry. I did my best to hold it together, but soon my eyes matched hers. And then and she said, when... When you share your poetry, you remind us to do things like hold on to hope and walk a little slower and slow down and lean in, but but how? Like, like what do you do? And I paused. And at this point in the conversation, it was, it was 11, 11.30, which for an adult is about 2 a.m. Speaking and, and being honest, it also takes it out of me. I craved chicken tenders and an old-fashioned and silence and a napped, but but I wasn't going to go anywhere. This is where, this is where I wanted to be. This is why I do what I do, not to do the thing on the stage, but to have the conversations off to the side. To be someone that someone can say, hey, this is hard for me. Will you hold this with me for a minute? And I am happy to hold the heaviness of another for a few minutes. And so this is what I, what I told her. I said, there are a few things that I do. But what works for me doesn't work for everyone. When my head and heart and soul fill up with heaviness, I leave my phone behind and I go for a walk. My phone is a great distraction. It only makes the heaviness heavier. It is gasoline to a fire I am trying to put out. I remind myself of the things I know to be true, that God loves me, that Jesus is alive, the Spirit is with me, hope is real, and then I pray. Not in my head, but, but out loud. I am honest with God. I don't hold anything back. God isn't afraid of me or my mess. And he is strong enough to hold my heaviness. I say what is heavy and I say what is hard. I ask for help. I'm always asking God for help. He doesn't mind. I used to think he did, but he doesn't. Then I do what my grandma used to say. Count your blessings. There's always something to be thankful for. 
I distract myself with goodness, and then I always tell myself, today is today, but today is not forever. Today is today, but today is not forever. I tell myself that good is on the way. Good is always on the way, and I usually end up getting a donut at some point, because donuts, they make everything better. (laughs) She nodded and, and smiled. We stood in silence for a few moments before I opened my mouth again. I said, years ago, I was in one of those heavy seasons. Nothing was terribly wrong, but something wasn't quite right. I went and I saw a therapist, and she told me something I needed to hear, and I think you might need to hear it too. Do you want to know what she told me? And the girl, she said, yes. I said, okay, but but before I tell you, you have to trust that whatever I tell you next is true about you. Do you trust me? She said, I trust you. And then... I paused for dramatic effect. And I told her, you're brave. You, you are brave. She smiled and another tear rolled down her cheek. She said, thank you, thank you for being available to talk. And I told her there was no place I would rather be. Be available. Everything will be okay. And when I say everything will be okay, what I mean is in the end, everything will be okay. Along the way, it will not all be okay. You already know this. There will be sadness and death and failure. There will be brokenness and heaviness and moments that feel as though they are beyond repair. There will be pain and unwanted changes to your story. There will be seasons when you feel far from okay and moments when you wonder if the last line of this short little poem is true. Of the little I know, there is one thing I know for sure. Through it all, there is hope. And hope cannot help but live on as it invites us to lean in and hold fast to a light that continues to last. It moves us to love and dream and give and continue and stay for another day. It leads us to pray and forgive and cling to grace and believe the last line of this poem is true. Everything will be okay, even if everything isn't okay today. Well, That's all I've got for this episode. You can find those writings at writtentospeak.com. One of them is titled Be Available, and the other is titled What I Mean Is. So you can find that at writtentospeak.com, or you can find it on my Substack as well. Just search for Tanner Olson, which is my name. Special thanks to my friend Matt Daring for creating the music for this podcast. Again, check out my website. Uh, I've got books on sale right now, and I'm also beginning to book out events for 2023, 2024, and beyond. So if you want me to come speak at your conference, at your camp, at your church, if you want to host an evening of music and poetry with me and my friend Blake Flatley, hey, just send me a message. Just say, Tanner, we want to hang out with you. I can even do house shows. Just I just want to hang out with y'all. I want to have those conversations and talk about life with, um, well, not with you. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Walk a Little Slower podcast. Check out writtentospeak.com. Say hello. And uh, 
be available. Be available. Much love. We'll see you.